This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code PANTS. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code PANTS for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code PANTS. Kate. Leash. Have you thought about a path you could have taken that you didn't take in life? Uh, Yeah, I have. Like, do you ever say... Not in a regret way, but in a, I wonder what it would have been like if I followed this part of me, this, this interest that I have, if I had pursued that. You ever have that? Mm, I've I've had things as I've gotten older that have sparked my interest that I didn't have when I was younger. So now looking back, you're like, I wonder if I had. Not exactly a career path necessarily, just things that I wish I maybe explored more, like recreational fun. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm not talking about a career. No, I'm talking about an interest. Like oh, sure. Absolutely. A hobby that could have been yes, yes, yes. taken more seriously. Absolutely. Or, I have that. I have that very... It's big for me. Okay. I wish I had pursued... You want to talk it out? Well, <laughs> I'm not, it's not like I'm in therapy, but I always loved improv and broad comedy. Like... I've talked about it before, you know, Carol Burnett, Mm -hmm. Tracy Ullman and people. So women Mm -hmm. like that always sparked in me the desire to follow my love of acting. But I never pursued the side of comedy that I wish, looking back now, I wish I had had done. Why do you say you can't do it now? Well, no, it's not that I can't go take classes and I read books on it and I practice it in on our show as well Mm -hmm. going to study it like it's second city or the groundlings or ucb something that i wonder if i had followed that what my life would have looked like otherwise you may have been on saturday night live well who knows or not it's funny to put yourself in a scenario that you never lived out in your mind but you also could do that still if you chose no i know i guess i'm just saying i admire women who do this oh yeah and so today i am so incredibly excited to have these four women on that have an improv group called Wild Horses. Mm -hmm. The women in it are Stephanie Allen. We all know who plays Nat on The L Word, plays my my fiance. That's the only one I know out of this group is Stephanie. I haven't met the other three. Okay, so Mary Holland, 
so incredibly talented. Right. Lauren Lapkus, so talented. And Aaron Whitehead, so talented. Yep. Like, and together, yeah. they form this group and they tour internationally, actually, and put on improv shows and they have skits on YouTube that you can watch that are so funny. They do a lot for Funny or Die. Yeah, they do. But individually, they all have like huge careers as well. Together, they have this group. And I can't wait to talk to them today. I'm like, I'm I'm like buzzing with excitement. Yeah, I want to know how they even started that company and then got it off the ground. That's what always fascinates me when someone has a seed of an idea. And me too. They get people together. I guess it's like a band, right? You have this seed of an idea of like, oh, let's make this music or whatever. And then it's you exactly like a band. bring it out into the public. That's fascinating because I get into the minutia of it in my brain. Like I can't figure out the mechanisms to make that happen. Like, how do you do that? Form the group? Yeah, anything. Like I Or find the people? Find the people. Like I'm, It must be chemistry. When you start a band, you just find people that are like-minded musically. I don't know. Sometimes you make a phone call and you're like, hey, do you want to try to do this? Or, you know, it can be that. But then do you go off and find representation? You're like, okay, well, we should probably get a manager now to manage this. Or do you go out to local venues and say, hey, can we play on Saturday night? Those are like the little things. Oh, you really jumped. You really jumped from forming it to how do you get your first show but isn't that the objective is to get your first show or do you just do it for fun in your living room I mean I guess you could yeah it can start that way as well that's what I'm curious about it's like it's forming a company like how does one form a company that fascinates me I'm sure there's many different ways to do that well hopefully they'll have all the answers and they all haven't forgotten how they started maybe maybe they can present us a business plan Are you suggesting that we start some sort of group? I mean, if you're so inclined, we could. I kind of think we started a group. Actually, look what we did. We did pants. Well, we did. We started pants. That's a company. There you go. And how did it start? We just talked about it and we did it. Right, right. Kate, you've done it. I know, I know. Here you are wondering how someone does it. I know. I know. I think it's hard to take pants seriously now because it was such a joke. And now here we are still doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Pants was just this little seed of an idea that took on a life of its own. And here we are months and months later, you're still on my my Zoom call. It's like I never left Zoom with you. Right. (laughs) Like we're always on. I just, you're permanently on (laughs) Zoom. That sounds like a nightmare. And I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's not. Listen, I don't think this is going to be leaving us anytime soon. Right. We did that together. We did, we did Pants. Pants is its own company. Right. Why did I just have a brain cloud and not realize that we did that ourselves? You just had, as Oprah would say, an aha moment, I believe. I had an aha moment. That's right. They should be coming on any moment. We did it. There's one, there's two, there's three, there's four. Oh my goodness. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> ah, we did this. We get to watch Stephanie's technical nightmare. So nice to meet you. <laughs> it's so nice to meet all of you. I've heard so much about so- you from Leisha. <laughs> she is your number one fan. And it's true. I'm so happy you're here with us. Thank you. So excited to be here. Oh my goodness. We're so excited. How is everyone? Great. You know, bad. Good. Can you guys hear me? No. Yeah. Okay, I can good. hear you. I never use earphones and I feel like I'm a pilot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I appreciate is that you all jumped on and you already had the the buds in your ears. Minus, Thank you so much. Minus Stephanie, yeah. Yeah, minus Stephanie with her. Well, minus Stephanie. With her iPhone 6. <laughs> oh, no, you had I, buds. You had buds. I'm here's sorry. Here's the thing. I've never just had a link without an ID. <laughs> and no one's had a problem with that. <laughs> It sounds, Stephanie, it sounds like you're screaming at us. <laughs> I'm, I'm going home. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Bye. 
Okay, so I was trying to explain to Kate my love of improv and how you guys are like, you're the pinnacle of what I think improv should be. And so I really feel like you're number, I am your number one fan. When I was watching a bunch of audition tapes for the role of Nat on The L Word, I saw Stephanie's tape and she was hilarious. And then my girlfriend was like, oh, she's part of an improv group. And I was like, what? Really? And then I YouTubed you guys and it was hours. I spent hours and I <laughs> never laughed so hard in my life. And then that was it. Like my love of wild horses blossomed. Thank oh, you. That's so, oh, that's nice. so nice. We had the best time when you did this show. That was so fun. Yeah. yeah. I wish I had so come to fun. see your show. Yeah, where were you? I wish I had come to see when Leisha was the the guest on that. I, never, I think. Yeah, we were all confused about where you were. Why wasn't were. I there? Was I working? <laughs> Maybe you're having like a grumpy week. There was a chair with a spotlight on it, an empty chair. <laughs> there's yeah. a missing piece. It was like yeah. there's a missing piece to this audience. <laughs> yeah. Where the hell is she? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> and we hung around after the show for what an hour? Yeah, two, two three hours. Three show. hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah, three hours. Listen, there was a breakdown in communication. <laughs> I never got a, I, I never got a text. I wasn't given, you know, any APB on what was going APB. on. So I really wish I had seen this. I'm sorry. So, so sorry, Leash. Go ahead. No, I no. Okay. Will you kind of walk through how the hell you started this group? Yeah. I think it's my, this is my turn to talk because <laughs> this was like, what, how many years ago was it now? 2013. A so long like seven time. Years. Yes, yeah. it was seven years. Oh my god. Seven gosh. years wow. ago. I got invited to perform at this all women comedy festival in Portland called All Jane No Dick. <laughs> they asked me if I had a female comedy group that wanted to come do improv and I was like yes but I didn't and so I just (laughs) asked these guys to come and do a show with me I thought it'd be really fun just to go on a free trip to Portland and hang out and we ended up having such a good time that we kept doing the show and made it a regular thing and now it's been seven years we've done like hundreds of shows how did you guys know each other we knew each other through UCB the Upright Citizens Brigade the theater we performed at before everything ended Oh, right. <laughs> way to bring it down, Lauren. <laughs> right? Yeah, wow. <laughs> but we Sorry. were all friends. Like we were all on different teams, right? Yeah, none of us were on the same team, improv team, but we were all there the same night, and so we became friends. And then I think that was the first time we had all performed together. It was, yeah. We yeah. were also in a book club together <laughs> yeah, we at that time. So, <laughs> oh you in yeah, a book club. <laughs> Yes. Oh, right. Is that real? That is real. That's real. It was a huge... I started the book club with one other woman who never made it even to the first meeting. I don't remember who you started that Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, she was... Maybe she didn't know how to read. She thought she could learn in time. Maybe she didn't like the book. I don't remember. Now I can't say her name because it's outing her. But we credit, I do credit her because it was her idea. She was working for an actress at the time who was in a book club. And she was like, why don't we have a book club with comedy women? I swear to God, my ears aren't the right shape to hold earbuds. <laughs> the book. What book do we start with? Yeah. The Room. It was Room. Was it Brene Brown? Room. No, it was Room. Oh, yeah. Oh, Room. Oh, Room. That's an upper. Yes. And I remember I, I hadn't read it before our first meeting, and I, I crammed it. in one night, I, I read that whole book in one night. Oh, was, no. That's a horrifying book. I, I had to cram it because I couldn't, I couldn't put it down and wait to see what happened. What, what an uplifting story. Really uplifting. <laughs> but there was a 
disaster. The book club was a disaster. <laughs> was that it? Did it end at room? Was that it? And then the book club was over? No. No, we did like, we did it for like a couple of years, I feel we like. We did it for yeah. years. Yeah, it went on, it went on for years. We had some really good conversations out of that. And then at some point, I think. What does that look like? What do you mean? Do you get together and drink wine and. And you talk about a book. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Like we would we would take turns at people's houses and do wine and snacks and talk. What kind about- of snacks? Do you break it down into chapters? A little bit. We would talk about the book, but that's where the divide came because I we, we were so not organized like that. No. No. And it became like where three people would have read it and maybe ten people wouldn't have, so we sort of didn't care, but then some people really did. And the book club was, got, kept getting so big. There were like 25 people at one point, yeah. and then like... 12 of us would show up and like half wouldn't have read the book. So then we just talk about things from our lives. Then the book just became, yeah. the book, but took the back seat. <laughs> the, the book became yeah. the excuse. But we're still in a book club. You are? Now we have another book club. No, you don't, Stephanie. Oh yeah, we have another book club. <laughs> we're in a smaller book club now. What's the book you're reading now then? We have a book club now that we call book club, but we all agreed not to ever read a book again. <laughs> we we haven't read a book in many months. I don't yeah. remember what the last one was. Oh, so wait, you met at Upright <laughs> Citizens Brigade. Were any of you part of other improv companies? Yeah. yeah. Wait, what's the term? Is it team? Is it improv group, improv team, or improv company? I don't know. Band. <laughs> Troop. Troop. Oh, troop. There's different improv theaters, too. Yeah, I think within the improv community, you say team, but then when you're talking to people who aren't in it, you say group. Right. Because it's just, like, clear. Oh, community. <laughs> yeah, if you say team to someone who's not doing it, they think you compete <laughs> for improv prizes. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. This is good, I because I want all the listeners to understand what the hell you guys do. And what the improv <laughs> world is, or sorry, improv community is like. Okay. So, I, yeah, go. Throw it out. Okay, so you you take classes, you learn how to do improv. <laughs> you then try it out for a team. We all got on t- separate teams, and that's how we met. And then we formed this group, and we took kind of everything we know. Like, we all have the same training. Can I stop you there, though? Because you went from, t- you said we had teams, and then we formed a group. I would not call us a team. Why? Because... <laughs> Yeah, because we're not part of the theater. Yes, the theater formed the teams that we were put on before we formed our group. We were the, we, we we had to audition to be on teams. But don't you think we don't call it a team because it sounds dorky to say that yeah. the Wild Horse is an improv team? So we just say we're an improv group. I but, have to be honest. I have called yeah, us a team. Yeah, now that I think about it, everyone else does call us a team, so I'm sure I have. We are a team. We just don't want to say I, it. And troop. I'm sorry. I, I insulted you by calling you the team. But I do say <laughs> Mary's saying it. Mary likes it. When do we start recording? Like an hour ago. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so is there a place you go after you're a group? Is there like another place no. you go? No. <laughs> like a graduate school? This is it. <laughs> then you're a quorum. Then you're an improv quorum. Yeah, that's next. The next stop is Halloween. <laughs> the benefit of us being an independent team is that we can perform anywhere. So we that's why when we did our show with you, it was a dynasty typewriter. So we can take our show to like other places and we're not beholden to a specific theater. So that's the benefit of it, being separate. So you're like an indie band. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's what it is. No okay. label. And we were signed by a label at UCB. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah, that's how to talk about it. <laughs> there is a definite way to do it, and it's called a herald. And it's, it's a structure, and we all know how to do it, and we did it for many years. 
what we do is we took that knowledge and training and we basically put together a show that was our ideal way to do improv, which is we have a guest, Alicia was one of our guests, and we sit with them for 45 minutes and we drink wine and then we just talk about anything but career. Mary, what? <laughs> No, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> loving hearing it. I'm glad you're, because bre- I was going to break it down. I'm not okay. laughing at you. I'm just like, oh yeah, that's okay. what we do. So then we talk <laughs> to our guests for like 45 minutes and then we excuse our guests and then we do an improv set based on that interview. So we'll do like 30 minutes, kind of like a one act play improvised based on everything that came up in the interview. Which is yeah. brilliant and so entertaining. And everyone should go see this show. Like, I'm not kidding. Yeah, that's a clever way to do it. Okay, what's a herald? Because you said it like everyone knows. You've explained it to me on set when we're bored and we have hours to sit there. You've explained the whole thing. Whenever I could talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) I'd corner you. It's all you talk about in your free time. Can I just break it down one more time? I think you didn't get it last time. A herald is like, I would say the most structured form of long form improv. So like, unlike a show like Whose Line Is It Anyway, which is very specific games where you know people are going to come on and you know oh everyone's playing a quirky character at the party and you have to guess who is what a herald is you're using suggestions from the audience to sort of build a three act not a play because it's not plotted but you're going to like revisit jokes that happen in the first third and then you're going to revisit them in the second and then they're going to hopefully come together in some beautiful synchronicity like curb your enthusiasm really uses that structure so it's like they start with like a base scene and then there's three different storylines going and you revisit each one separately and then at the end they kind of weave together where like everyone's upset about the same thing somehow like that kind of is a way to break it down and seinfeld yeah like cast starts together at the diner then they go into three stories then they come back to the diner and kind of rehash it and then they start to weave those stories together into a final sort of scene. In the Herald, the three acts are broken up by what we call group games, which is where most or all of the group gets involved in a totally separate kind of a palate cleanser in between each act. And it is its own separate game that you're playing. And then you can also weave that into the third act and that makes it feel all nice and complete at the end. Like you meant to tie it all together. You guys, you just like broke the mystery. You solved it for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You really gave out like the secret sauce we and the recipe. We just saved everyone thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Alicia yeah. was saying she's like fascinated by it. Like just earlier today, she was like, I really want the technique and whatnot. It's kind of like this never ending thing you learn. And I want them to tell everyone what it is. And you guys just pretty much did it. Well, here's the other thing. Aside from the logistics of how to do it, there's something really amazing about learning to train your brain to just listen and respond. Right. So instead of thinking ahead or having an idea or thinking of something funny, to get all of that out of your head and really be forced to look at somebody and listen and respond, you think is it sounds easy. And when you start doing it, it's incredible right. how many people can. Right. Know. Well, that's the first thing you learn in acting school. Same yeah. thing. But so, it, listening. Listening. <laughs> like, all the ideas you had when you're, like, doing your musicals in high school and, like, indicating your way through yeah. everything. When you learn how to listen to someone standing across from you, you're like, your mind explodes. 
Yeah, it's not yeah. about it's not about you. It's the other person. That's like the focus is always on the other and never on yourself. But that's the hardest thing to learn. Always, it is. Mm. And to yeah. shake like old habits. I remember. I still remember that. Oh, go ahead, Mary. No, no, no. Mine, mine. No, you, you go. No, okay, I hope mine's better. <laughs> My, I, I was just remembering. I took method classes for years in LA, and that was such a hip note the other students in the class would always go around and kind of give their feedback and people love to be like you are listening like a motherfucker like <laughs> you're listening it was so like i was so blown away i was watching you when they were talking like people loved the oh my god, god that so sounds great. deadly <laughs> oh deadly those classes those were deadly classes well totally. i also feel like all the times in improv when you like think ahead and try to come up with something it always falls flat like it's always yes. the most it's the worst thing so like you get that that experience enough times why that is that why did wh- why would you say that happens though lauren like why yeah i mean i well i think it's because you're because you're not listening because it is like you're skipping ahead you're trying and you're also trying to show off in a sense like it's sort of this feeling of like i've got a thing like and then everyone's like we can tell that was weird. That's what I was going to ask. Is yeah, that they can it's very, it, it must be super common to watch. It's like the one-upper game, right? Everyone's trying to one-up the other one. That's what yes. incessantly yeah. falls flat. Because you can just see them pushing and pushing and pushing. Mm-hmm. And I think that we, I'm yeah. sure we all have had the experience of like when you're not really feeling like you're in the mindset of like doing a show, but you have to do it. And then you're like, okay, I have to push myself. And then you like end up like doing something really forced like that. And you're like, oh, I hate myself. Like, it's just like this horrible. <laughs> yeah. Pattern. Oh, I like, hate myself into... afterwards always. <laughs> oh, same, no matter, same, no same. matter how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> After shows, after book clubs. Oh, yes. But I think that's what also one of the skills that, like, we, like, work on forever. Like, trying not to do that. Because the second you do, I feel like I miss, like, something so important the second I start thinking about my own stuff or just zoning out. And then you're, like, lost yeah. and you can't yeah. do anything. What about if there's someone in the, a team when you were back at school that you can't stand or that is always doing that thing where they're showing off? How do you deal with that on stage? They're shtick. Because that sounds awful in, in improv. I would just be like, I, ugh. But those people are sort of fun. I find them kind of fun to play with. And I'm sure I've been that person on stage when I was learning especially. But in a way, it's sort of fun if someone is clearly doing a thing. You can play with that and listen to them so closely and react only very presently to what they're doing that that becomes actually a very fun game to play on stage I think it works as long as that person is like a decent improviser but if they're just horrible and they're doing that then you just (laughs) like I think it's like you don't even want to help them like I feel like everyone just sits back and just waits for them to like do their thing and then but it's only if they're like also an asshole and I also feel like that's like kind of an insider improv thing like because the audience will be loving it yeah right right this guy should be on SNL and you see like every other improviser on stage is like "Mm -hmm. are you done yeah the show off there's always the show off there's always the sticky person always so did you like each other's work and kind of felt like you had the same rhythm and that's what made you also want to be in this group yeah I think it was like a natural connection that we all had as friends and we had never performed together but we watched each other so it was like when I was thinking like who can I bring to do this thing like well I know it'll be a good show if I bring these people so there was that like built into it and then I think over the years we've found a voice kind of together as a team that is separate from what we do with our other groups even 
Oh yeah, that's true. You de- I'm using team and group interchangeably all over the place. By the way, I'm just now I'm just team group. Yeah. I'm switching. Oh really? And that's okay to <laughs> do. Group. That's okay with everyone. It is right now, but we've so lost the cool of an indie band. Yeah, that's out the window. Cool is overrated anyway. An indie team. That sounds cool. So none of you are like the Penelope one-uppers then? I mean, I, I, I think I know I have been, but I don't want to be. I mean, sure. I sure have been. Yeah. I think it's honestly insecurity. If it's like for some reason I walk into the show and I haven't like relaxed all the way, I'll, I'll hear myself plan a couple things and then you just have to be like, shut up, shut up, stop. Yeah, that it. inner voice can really be like you know yeah, the detriment of totally. of your of your night, right? That's what that that's what would be my main yeah. issue is if I wasn't in the mood, if yeah. I was feeling a bit off or shy or whatnot, then I'd just be lost in my own head and fuck everybody else's night up too. It is kind of the beauty though <laughs> that we start talking to each other in a normal conversation because I feel like that has saved me so many times. We're like, I'm not performing, and the whole first part of our show. It feels like we are having the most fun conversation to the point that we have to be like, oh, I, I should not say this thing because we are, in fact, mm-hmm. in front of an audience. And so it feels so natural. By the time we get to the improv, you're so not in, like, clever, clever mode or, like, trying to quickly get a joke out. Like Very grounding to just, like, yeah. t- touch base with each other and, like, connect just as ourselves and then go into, go into the funnies. <laughs> <laughs> this show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Ladies, we can all bond over this one. Imagine a bra that you actually want to wear. They're hard to find. We all know it. We've been through how many bra brands? And you're like, I like this about it, but not this. Or They're just uncomfortable. Well, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. It's real. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Loves bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. It's cool. It's like these little, I can't even describe it, like these little bone things. And it's like, I don't know how they do it, but it's brilliant. Plus, they've made fabric that's so soft, it feels like second skin. So you immediately feel and see the difference. So it's next level comfortable. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash pants. Now, after you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please, please support our show and tell them pants sent you. Honeylove.com slash pants. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. It's kind of like if The View started improv later, like 
all the women on The View, if they were like just chatting mm-hmm. and then 30 minutes later yes. they start improving. It's similar to that, but much cooler. Sorry, much cooler. That was a bad thing. No, we, we did say it like that before. It's like oh. The View if the women were friends <laughs> and they drink wine. Yeah. So. That's where we tried to go with like the name, yeah. the perspective, like a joke on The View, but truly I think no one has ever really connected People it. <laughs> yeah. that. No one's ever got yeah. that. Yeah. They're just yeah. like, oh, their perspective. And then when we've like talked, like when we started talking about this show, like pitching it as a TV show, it was, we kind of discovered that we all had the same point of view. Like we didn't really realize we weren't bringing different points of view in. Yeah. There's no conflict at all. Yeah. We've just like seen different TV shows. We like, all yeah. agree on everything. Yeah. We just thought it would be really like interesting to see what four white women who have a very similar yeah. background all have to say about different things. Well, I remember when we went, actually when we did our first show in Portland, there was this other comedian there who kind of made fun of us for all dressing alike. And we were like, fuck you. Like we didn't like see it. I we didn't see it at all. Well, like we were like, what are you talking about? We're like, we're all unique. Like, yes, we got all our clothes at Madewell. They're different <laughs> items. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I remember her as having oh, wet yeah. hair backstage, which I thought was crazy. So, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. look, we all yeah. have our thing. Hey, will you explain what yes and is? The mm. most, like, basic form of improv? Isn't this lesson number one? It's one of the first ones for sure. I mean, I think yeah. all it is is that you take what you agree with what the person has established. So if you, and when you're learning it, you can literally say yes and, and you'll add something to that sentence to build on what they've said. But what it really means is that you're just not denying the reality that someone's established. So like if you came into the scene and you were like, this birthday party is really fun. And I was like, we're in a, a zoo, you know, like, or whatever. Like, I'm just like, well, it's not a birthday party. Like, that's not yes anding. Which are like what scenes are when you first start taking improv classes. Like, you literally come up, like, I remember being in a scene with someone where I said something and he's like, well, now you have a bag on your head. And I was like, oh, no, no. And you have to keep going with fucking crazy people. Like, <laughs> what? That's the worst part of classes because there's always those like randoms, but they're like, I'm going to be weird right. today. And then they come in and they're like making your whole thing so hard. <laughs> what if you don't like what the person says? What if you actually disagree? You have to, ro- that's the point. You have to roll with it or it goes nowhere. But if you disagree, like you just have to agree to the reality. So for instance, if they say like, um, oh man, this, I love funerals. I think they're so funny. You can be like, you think you think everything dark is funny. This isn't funny. It's a funeral because uh. you are still agreeing that for their perspective and to the location that you're at, but you can have your own opinion about what's yeah. happening in the Got scene. it. Okay. Uh, so I if someone says, "Oh, this party's such a good time," and you actually don't find this party fun, then you can then you make it about the other person and their reality. That's but what But you're, you're still at the party, Kate. Like you can't not yeah. be at the party. Yeah, you're still at the party. You're saying yes to that. And the, yeah. and you have to yeah. add information. So you can say, like, well, I'm not, it's like, yes, and. Yes, you're not having fun at this party, or yes, you're having fun at the party, and here's what's going on for me, or and also this, so that the scene can build. The goal at the beginning, like, the the first few lines of the scene, ideally, you're, you're both working together to establish who, what, and where, so where you are, your relationship to each other, and what's going on. So you try to get that, so, for example... If you came up to me and you were like, oh, I love this funeral. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, Tabitha. Look, I know we're sisters, but sometimes I just don't get you. And I was like, you <laughs> then- know I hate it when you call me Tabitha. Please call me Tabby. <laughs> 
I don't want to call you that. It makes me think of cats. <laughs> and see, and now we're off to the races. Right. And now, and now we're off to the races. And see, that was an example of, that was literally perfect. So when you look at that and you go, and that was very good. We always oh, example. We just go, Huh. Yes, and I am. That is not my name. It's always like, really funny to me, too, when right. we will, like, as people who have been improvising for years and with each other for years, we'll sort of forget one basic sometimes in scenes. So we'll get off stage and go, why did we play people who didn't know each other? And letting and you know my path. Explaining ourselves to each other the whole time. Like, it's so, because it's so much, <laughs> right, like, it's easier in a scene, for the most part, not always, but it's easier if, like, you know each other, so you have a shared history you can refer to as opposed to, like, where are you from? Right. <laughs> well, especially for what right. we do, because right. we have, we do these scenes that are one long scene, so it's so helpful if we just set a location where we four people know each other and we have been around each other for a long time, so that we just have to get right, to, we can get right to the meat of the scene and have, like, relationships established. But, like, yeah, since we're doing one long scene, it can be really hard when we don't know each other and we're like, okay, so um, you're also in a waiting <laughs> yeah. room and, like, we have to just, like, go through all the steps. We've had so many waiting rooms. But you're finding out information about each other through the scene. Like, I watched one and you were all sisters. Aaron, everyone figured out that you were sleeping with the dad. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Mary's like, oh my god. Oh man. It is so funny to hear later. I don't think I have a memory at this point. I've forgotten 99.9% of any scene we've ever done. But I love hearing about it because I'm like, yeah, it sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> so how can people find you? Are you going to ever go out and perform again when you can? What's Because when you Google wild horses, I have to admit, you get a lot of horse pictures. Well, and the Rolling Stones. You know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing our live shows since quarantine, but they haven't wanted to come, so it's just been me. Yeah, Erin's doing it alone in theaters with full audiences, no masks. They're Trump rallies. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I think everyone's overreacting. I think it's insane. <laughs> um, we have a podcast where you can hear a bunch of our shows, and that's all available on Stitcher Premium. So we have like we've released a bunch of live recordings and also like in studio recordings of our show. So if you're curious what it is. Yeah. We've done a few shows on Zoom, and they're available for free to watch on my Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash Lauren Lapkus, they'll just pop up on the main page. And you can see, like, we've done, I think, two or three since we've been yeah. in quarantine. And how has that been on Zoom? Do you like doing it that way? <laughs> what if you have, like, a delay? It's not <laughs> ideal. not the same. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> I would say it's weird. It's so fun to see you guys and to see your faces, of course. I feel so disconnected from my body in any Zoom. Either if I'm seeing people distanced with masks, there's a barrier, or on Zoom, there's a barrier. It's such a strange time to be like, I don't think I've fully been with people in so many months. Yeah. You know? We were doing the shows like earlier into quarantine, which I think was kind of nice because we were all feeling so crazy. And we were <laughs> drinking during the shows and getting loose. And so it was like, we all would just be really weird on the computer and then like leave the room and be like, Okay. Like, it's just, like, a really weird energy. Exactly. <laughs> it is. Think of us all, like, facing our computers. <laughs> like, ah! And we're like, oh, we're oh, And then we, like, turn it off, and we're like, no, I'm alone. <laughs> like, it's just, like, so, yeah. The no audience factor is yeah. Yeah. big. Our whole beginning where we have the conversation, I feel like we refer to the audience so much. They have a big reaction. That's a very funny thing, and there's so much, like feeling out what that night's audience is and that informs the show to me so much not mm -hmm. consciously you kind of tend to follow what the audience is into and doing it yeah. silently right <laughs> I felt 
truly crazy. Yeah, it must it must kind of distort the timing a bit, even though it's all on the fly. Yes. It, uh, it, it, it there's no give and yeah. take, right. or it feels like it's falling flat, maybe, or like the rhythm is even if it's yeah, not. Yeah, I've been doing some live shows like through Dynasty Typewriter, that that theater we perform at. So it's like a live stream improv show where people are watching it live. So there's this feeling of doing a live show, but it truly is like so bizarre to do it with no response. And there's like people in the chat being like, ha or something like, it's like so, <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> no sound came out when they typed that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just yeah. like completely blank face. Uh-huh, that was good. Oh my God. <laughs> this is where we need like that sitcom laughter. We need the Yeah. But laughter. isn't that the problem? It's like, you think you're hysterical. You think you're killing it. Meanwhile, everyone's just slamming you in the comments when it's over. <laughs> sucked she oh was overrated God. unfollow i would never pay for this i would never pay for this <laughs> yeah <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply <laughs> and would you guys ever try improv like with each other or do a little improv show yourself oh my god me and kate yeah oh it'd be a disaster. no why how about we give you guys a suggestion <laughs> and you do a scene yeah do a scene yeah, yeah. you would be like no and it would be like no Wait, and no i want to suggestion and you guys do a scene okay yeah a hundred percent no way see already i'm terrible but you love improv leisha loves to think that anything leisha and i are going to do is going to be a disaster meanwhile we're doing this podcast and we've been doing it for months and it's going great yeah why do you think it would be a disaster everyone's like oh god no i don't know why do you think it's horrible well i feel like we should practice before you guys go practice maybe we'll have you on again and we'll do one together with you. You two practice on Zoom. Yeah, go form a group or team. <laughs> go form a team. Let us know when you're ready. Seriously. We practice every week doing this podcast. Do you think we know what we're doing? Yeah, we make right. this shit up as we go along. We have to start as a team. Yeah. yeah. Look at how defensive Kate is. Okay, we'll help. You could do a scene and then we oh, yeah. we could walk on. If you start it. Yeah, you start yeah. a scene and then we'll join We you. could walk on to your scene and then we'll join. Okay. Right now? I might be horrible at this for all I know. Okay. Oh, we're doing this now? Oh, shit. Now the the... the the goalposts are different. Okay. Like everyone's holding their faces. They're so nervous for us. Okay. I'm so excited. I'm so, so excited. excited. Okay. I have no nerves. No nerves. Should we give them a relationship yeah, instead yeah, yeah. since they probably haven't done a scene off of a suggestion Why don't we before? give them a location and a relationship? I yeah. haven't done a scene for over a year because we haven't been able to go back right. to work. So I might be just a wee bit rusty, but okay. Okay, but you guys are going to come in like pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you are co-workers at an office. Okay. And I guess I gave you the location by accident as well. Um, it's a it's a company that makes keychains. Perfect. Yeah. Are we allowed to ask questions in improv? This is yeah. before you yelled. Yep. Okay. What's an office? You're like, where am I and who am I? <laughs> <laughs> are we starting? Oh. Do you have the data? Do you have the data on the um, <laughs> on the red? <laughs> okay. Oh my god, that's a scene. <laughs> do you have it? Do you have the here? <laughs> So opposed to doing this and then immediately starts. Okay. 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 <clears throat> I'm going to change. I'm going to change. No, the I'm data on the red. No, no, please. No, that was perfect. I literally loved it. I just didn't realize you were doing the scene. I'm so excited. Do you, <laughs> do you have that? 
should I switch it up since no. I already did that line? What is no. the dad, dad on the on red? red. Wow. Dad red what? Jesus. Killing it. <laughs> dad on the red. I'm so happy. Carol, do you have the data on the... Carol. <laughs> God damn it. How did you know my name was Carol? <laughs> oh, it's on your desk. Your sign. Oh, okay. I usually go by my middle name. I had the data on the red, but I emailed it back to you. I, Carol, I don't have... I don't have time to talk. Do you have the <laughs> the red? Luann, I'm answering your question if you let me finish. I, I sent you the data on the red back to you <clears throat> last me. night. Luann, Carol? It should be in your inbox. Do you have the red data? Okay. It was supposed to be on my desk by noon. I, I gave it to Luann. Ask Carol. <laughs> you should ask, ask Luann. Oh, okay, Carol. You know what? I received the red, red data yesterday afternoon. I sent it to Luann last night, so it should be she should have sent it to you this morning. I, I, that's Sorry, all I know. Excuse me, uh, Felicity. Did you get the red data from Luann I mean, and Carol? They're going back and forth. They're not giving it to me. I said it had to be on my desk. I said the thing it has to be on my desk. Went to my desk. I mean, Stephanie. I told you, uh, Felicity. I told you you have to check. You have to Please check don't in call with them. My because, middle name. I'm sorry. You used to go by your middle name. Then I I had to re- make a big adjustment when you switched. Did you it. get the data on the red? Because honestly, if we don't have it by noon, there will be no red data. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm so sorry. I'm talking to Felicity, and she checked in, but I, I think she checked in late, desk. and then there was a big I thing. I waited at my okay, desk. Okay, Brenzel. Honestly, you. No. I said, let it be on my desk. Felicity, Felicity, I don't want to hear it. Felicity, Brenzel, always. Hi, excuse me, everyone. Lunch is, lunch is here. Lunch is here. Lunch is here. You Who got... ordered the salad? Me. We'll figure it out. I ordered the salad, too. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I work downstairs, and I, I want you all to know that I have the dad on the red. And I've been, You and, do? And guess what? I'm not giving it to you. I have it on my computer, and that's why you don't have it, because only I have the password. You work in the basement? Yeah, I work in the basement. I know I don't have it because oh I God. sent it to Luann. <laughs> oh, you were talking to Luann. I'm, I'm Carol. You know, this office needs to figure out our middle name, first name. We are all struggling with this with these changes that we. So, Brenzel, making. you want to go by your okay, first no, name? Okay, no, no. That's not why I brought this up. Pretzel. That's not why. Don't say it. Pretzel. Do nuts. Her first Do name's nuts. Pretzel. She doesn't want you to know. Pretzel Brenzel the third. I try not to laugh on a daily. You know what? My parents met at an Annie's pretzel stand okay why didn't they go with annie look they didn't they didn't there were two in the why annie's the other one had a really long line that day and annie's is the less good one but that's where they ended up meeting they need you pretzel instead of annie do you mean auntie Anne's? do they like that artificial butter that they use it's not good for you well they're both dead now so i can't ask them why are they why were they so disgusting okay listen i'm not giving you the dad on the red unless you give me one million dollars. What are you, you owe saying? me a million dollars. I because I because I have the dad on that's, the red, and you're but not the dad getting on the red it. Isn't worth a million dollars, and we all know that, sweetie. <laughs> you work for a company. You can't charge us for data. I work in the basement. I'm your supervisor. Well, can I have an office up here? Because I feel really left out down there. Not if you can't even keep track of the data on the, the red. Data on the I red. I have to make sure you're responsible you have a window. first. What? Were you given a window? Were you given a window yet? No. Down there? A window room? Or is it just that one single light bulb above it's your head? It's just the light bulb above my head, which is fine because it's just me. That's an idea. That's an idea. That's not a real light bulb. <laughs>
Does that hurt? That must hurt your eyes. It does. I would love an office up here, and I don't understand why everybody gets an office up here except for me when I'm the only one who has a dad on the red. We didn't even know you were down there. I've never seen you before. What? I don't. You, we thought you were a rat. I forgot I had hired her six months ago because we were out of office space. It is nice to see you again. I just need to make sure that you have the data on the red and that you're and doing I this do. in a timely manner before I upgrade you and give you a promotion. Did you think I was a rat? Did, did all of you think I was a rat? Because that, that really, that hurts. If you, you mistook me for a rat. Um, Luann? I mean, I had rats as a child. Pretzel, go ahead and answer. I, I thought you called the exterminator. I, I I don't go down there often, but maybe you had noticed something. We didn't think anyone would go down there except for a rat. Before we eat, can we just hear what the data is? Right. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay, it's yes, good. Yes, please. Yeah, what's the data? Thank you. That's the data. It's uh, good. Is that a preview Great. or that is the data? Pluses across the board. <laughs> we were okay. Red keychains. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we go with the red. red great. Perfect. Great. Solved. <laughs> okay, red keychains for everyone in India. I'll be in the lunchroom. <laughs> I'll give you that office window now. Don't worry. Thank you. Please. Thank you. I appreciate it. See? Yeah, you earned it. <laughs> we could charge people. See? 30 bucks. See? That was Guys, amazing. Guys, what do you think? Oh, fuck. <laughs> 30 bucks. Oh, Here's my God. Here's the thing. I don't know how you don't laugh the entire how time. How do you not lose your shit? We often do. We do. <laughs> And does that like get the audience going more? Like on Saturday Night Live, when they break, everybody loves it, right? Because they're also in on the joke. Yeah. So that must make the audience happy, yeah? I feel like, yes, but you also have to watch it. Like when I watch people cracking up to the point that it becomes almost like their inside joke, and I'm like, they're still laughing, then you feel as like an outsider in the audience a little bit. Sure. So I feel like if you you truly break because it's so funny, I think that's that's super fun. But I never want to see like a giggle show. All right, good. I'm glad that this wasn't in front of a live audience because I lost my (laughs) shit back there. Yeah, you were great, Carol. (laughs) I thought you stayed super in character, Carol. You were great, Kate. (laughs) (laughs) Luann... Listen, Luann, I'm really glad you brought up the data on the red because I was worried about that myself. Oh, fuck, that's funny. Jesus. All right, you guys. Uh, You're amazing. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm so happy to meet all of you. You guys made me laugh so hard. I appreciate it. What a great way to start the day. so fun. You're the funniest women. Thank you for coming on here. Seriously. This was so fun. Yes, thank you for for having us. I can't wait to come and see a live show whenever that is, maybe in the next, like, five years. Yeah, you have to come on. Yeah, anytime. You need to be our guest. Anytime. Just say yes, when. Yes, we'd love to have you. Yeah, Kate, you have to go oh, on. Oh yeah, we can even have Ooh. you on a Zoom show. That would be really fun. A, Z- a Zoom show? There you go. Yeah, if we do a Zoom Wild Horses, we don't have to wait until five years from now. Let me know. Gonna... Let me know. And don't say no now. Just email us no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Yeah. You can just let us down easy privately. <laughs> She sends it in the chat on the Zoom right now. Like, I'm not really interested. I'm going to pretend for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No. But thank you. And yeah, I would love to be a guest anytime you like. And you guys are greatest. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. This was so fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. So fun. So fun. And I've been listening to your podcast, too. So it's so fun to be on. Yeah, same. Oh, good. I hope it's not too deadly for you. I love it. It's great. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Oh, love. Bam. Hey, everyone. So we're going to take the week of November 3rd off. Yes, we want everyone to focus on voting, getting out your early vote or on election yep. day. But we just thought pants can wait, right? Yes. Make sure your friends, your family are all registered to vote. Yes. Build up energy if you have to stand in line to vote. We just want everyone's collective energy to go into this important time. Right. And we'll see you the following week. Yeah. And then we can go back to talking about mundane things. There you go. <laughs> Thanks you for listening. 
Panzer Podcast, brought to you by Alicia Haley and Kate Manick. Please listen, subscribe on Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to listen to the keep going, hit that subscribe button. You can follow us on Twitter and Insta at the Pants Pod. If you like us, leave a review on iTunes. We'll read every single one of them. You can email us at pantspodcast at yahoo.com. We'll try and answer a few questions every week. Rachel Shelley is our editor and producer in the UK. Theme song by Carolina Parra. Graphics by Love Fox. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.